everybody, I'm Julian Gaines. And I'm Mia Gaines. And this is the Gaines, Gaines Conversation. Conversation. Thank you all for showing up with us today. We're back in the studio. How's it going today, Pastor McGill? I'm good. How about yourself? Oh, oh, great. Been a little great. while. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to open this up with a prayer before we start. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for another beautiful day of your creation. Day again, you have made for us. As we see the smoke in the sky, the whole country in the north end of America is we're in. We don't have no worries, Lord, because we know that you, that you have our backs. We know that you have us. Thank you, Lord, for letting us come back and do another sermon of our podcast. And again, sharing the show with our great man, a pastor, and me being with my wife. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning to be able to talk to our people again. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. Yes. Back in the studio. I'm happy to be back in here. Amen. I'm so happy. Um, I have a, I got a birthday shout out today. Today is a good friend of mine's birthday. Uh, we graduated together like 20 years ago. So, Natalie Page, if you're watching, happy birthday. And I hope you enjoy your birthday and have a great day. Um, just do what you love to do. And Natalie, she just told both of y'all ages. Just want to throw that out there. 20 years ago. <laughs> yes, and I'm proud of my age. And I know she's proud of hers. Because we look good for being in our court. I want to be young now. Listen, I ain't trying. Listen, it's a, it's a honor and a pleasure to make it to this age. Because a lot of people are making it to see yeah. our age. So... You know, if we if, if if I don't care who know my age. As <laughs> <laughs> long thing. as I look good, <laughs> look good doing it. You know. Yeah. I look good. I look good to be thirty-five. You know. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we know that ain't. Also, okay. uh, met an interesting person this weekend at uh, Playboy Skatering. Uh, his name is Mr. Durrell, and uh, he's with uh, CWRadio.net, Christian Warriors. I had a nice talk with him. I also had a chance to meet the mayor of Euclid, and it was it was an exciting thing for me, you know, just to be able to put out that what we have and knowing that other people are willing to help us or even collaborate with us. I thank you, Mr. Darrell, me and him have been reaching out to each other. So thank you, Mr. Darrell. Appreciate you. You know, um, a couple of, what, a year or so ago, we got, we received these shirts from uh, another ministry that was giving out stuff. Mm-hmm. And it says, never give up, never, uh, never, you know, never give up, never, never quit. Never and my thing is, you know, I, I, like I was telling him, like I was telling my husband here, sometimes, you know what I'm saying, you have to step back and let God do what God going to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If he, he going to open them doors, they going to get open. And just like Tyler Perry said, a thousand doors got shut in my face before one door opened, and that was the door that God opened for mm. me. You know what I'm saying? And I say that because, you know, we was talking about all the time about how we wanted to get our, our um, get everybody to like our podcast and stuff like that. And now God is getting ready to open some doors for us. You mm. know what I'm saying? And, you know, I just want you to be 
get ready for this ride. You know, because um, you get ready to open it. I just want to have fun when I do it. <laughs> and why are you looking so scared and worried? It's going to be all right. <laughs> you didn't know what I was about to say. You know that old thing you ask for a little bit or too much? <laughs> now that it's getting here, you don't know what to do. Exactly. You know, he, he tell you to prepare yourself. You yeah. know, if you ask for something, be specific, you know. And I just see doors opening. Mm. for us you know and even though i know a lot of times you felt like you know like what is she thinking or why is she saying this but you know what i'm saying that's because i just i waited patiently and let god do his work mm. okay. if i could read a scripture that fits what you all are saying sure, and i thought about it as soon as you all worked to walk the door and then when you just said what you said it's in galatians chapter six Verse nine, he said, "And let us be not weary in our well doing, in well doing, for in due season we Amen. shall reap if we faint not." Amen. Praise God. Amen. Yes. Oh, also we have another guest on here. She's also with Christian Radio. I, I believe it's eighty-five point five. I believe it's downtown. Her name is uh, uh, Danielle Williams. She's watching right now. I hope, I hope I'm getting your name right. Don't please don't beat me up when you see me. But she's another lady that I had reached out to uh, that has her radio show and stuff. And Amen. She says she also wasn't with, with us. And I, I ran into a gospel singer named, uh, I forgot his name. I ain't supposed to say that on air, am I? <laughs> we'll get to your name in another time. But he reached out to me also. But he actually wants to uh, be a guest on our show. Amen. And, uh, you know, help promote his album and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So hopefully he'll be reaching out to me soon. Yes. So like I said, so much. So much exciting things that's been going on right yeah. now. And, you know, I uh, mentioned last week, I was talking about my nephew. We just buried him. His birthday was uh, June 21st. Um, and I just, I got on the podcast last week and I talked a little bit about him and just got talking about a lot of things in life. But so much exciting is happening that my sadness is gone. And the main thing that I talked about on there is I want to heal now. Yeah. Like I haven't had a chance to mourn for my mother and my father. It's time for me to mourn now. I haven't mourned in over 20 years, and I need to do it. In order for me to do that, I gotta want to mourn. I gotta stop holding my feelings. I gotta stop, you know, having a pity party with myself. So now I, I, I feel so alive now. I feel a lot. I feel a lot better. That's I feel good. free about a lot of things now. That's good. So I, but I just feel so good to be back in this studio. <laughs> right. Man. We was just telling you, Pastor McGill, we, we really appreciate your help uh, and how you opened your doors for us. You mm -hmm. know, you, you helped us start it all. Praise and we God. definitely appreciate that because you didn't have to open your door neither, mm -hmm. you know. But that was that one door that was opening yeah. for us to start us out. You know, and not so. only that, you helped, us, you helped me stay motivated to keep it open because a lot of times I wanted to give up. Yeah. And when, a lot of times when I talk to you, you always giving me that. That the answer for that guidance that I need. I Amen. definitely appreciate you for that. Amen. Amen. Being a visionary myself, um, I know some of the obstacles that come with that. And the only way the vision can die is if the visionary dies. Mm -hmm. So if I stop, if, if I lose sight of the vision, then it's dead. And I can't share that with the people that God would bring in to help exactly. with the vision. Absolutely. He'll make provision for the vision. Praise the Lord. So I have a story real quick. Uh, 
it's about a, a couple. They said they were married for 12 years. They have three children. Well, his wife has an older daughter. She's 18, but the boys, you know, are 12 and under. Well, it's prom season. And the daughter feels that the parents should pay for the whole prom, but she should use her check on, you know, whatever else, like the festivities and stuff like that. So the parents didn't agree on it, and she got upset, and she ended up canceling the whole prom. Now, the way the story is written, there, there is an ending on it, but I believe they want us to stop, you know, stick at the subject of this girl having a problem where she's canceling one of the best events she can ever have in her life because she's not getting her way. And again, another exciting event, my son just graduated high school. So prom and everything, we went through this with him. We went half on it. He did his half, we did our half. And to me, I, I felt that it was fair because he's being rewarded at the same time, but we, we both were still showing him the responsibilities of what needs to get and everything. And it turned out very well, but for her to feel that her parents should pay for her prom and she do what, her, what she wanted to do with her money, I feel selfish. Mm -hmm. So, what you think of that? Well, I had time to think about this, mm -hmm. and I just, you know, to me, I feel like, because um, I can see both sides, the parents paying for it just because not only are they happy for their child, but they're proud of her. You know, for even graduating, yeah, that's one one step. Um, and then I see another side of it where you, as a child, you could do it yourself. You know, and, and reward yourself for all you know everything that you have done that got you this far. Right. So I mean, I I I just feel like you know if that if they wanted to do it for her, just to reward her, then I thought that would be a beautiful thing. You know, but if not, you know, then find a way to do it yourself. And don't hold no, don't don't cancel your prom. You know, just do it yourself. I am so surprised that you came out like that. As much as Shaquille had been with his prom, man, prom I, I've never been to my prom. I've never been to my high school graduation. But what he spent, man, look. I mean, the but room, that's, the after party, the hotel room, his tuxedo. I mean, like that. That, that, that was a pretty penny. Yeah. And for him, I mean, That's like, why I said, that's why I said, if they was just to do it for her, just as a gift alone, you know what I'm saying? Because it's very costly to have the kind of prom that you want, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. I worked hard for mine, you know? And I did not to say that I didn't get help. You know, I, did, I had a little help, but I worked hard for mine, you know what I'm saying? I was proud that I was able to you know, go out and do the stuff on my own, you know, because, I mean, yeah. but if your parent, to, to do that for you, yeah, make you feel good, make you feel like they see all my work, they see all my heart, you know, yeah. everything I have done to get to this far. Yeah. So, I mean. Okay, I so mean, I see what you're going I, I, I actually looked at it from the budget end. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can actually see what you're yeah. you saying. Right. I, I mean, I, that's a proud moment. Yeah, I, I see uh, I see it the same way. Uh, it could go either way. Now, if the parents have discussed this with her uh, in advance, right? You know, you know, we can't afford all of that, right? You know, if you're in a position to pay half, then that's what they're saying, right? That's we're going to pay half. We pay half. You know, pay you pay the other half. half. Well, right. she feels that they should pay the whole. Now, that's one side of the argument. Mm -hmm. 
the big picture is that you're about to go into the world mm. with this attitude, this mentality. Yes. If it don't go my way, I'm just going to quit. Exactly. Right. That's, That's what's concerning me. Mm-hmm. Is that that uh, if they're going to minister to her, it should be that uh, you start off saying, "Never quit, never right. give up." Don't give up. It's a problem. Now, right. if this is a day that you want to remember, and this is how your memory is going to be, that I decided not to go because my parents didn't pay for it. Right. That's a choice that you have made. Yeah. When they gave you the option that they had, honey, we need you to help us pay half. Maybe they can't afford it. And even if they could, maybe they're trying to teach her something. I don't know. But her response is saying, you know what, since it's that costly, if if it rather than take the attitude where because they're not paying for the whole thing, maybe because some of her friends' parents are paying for the whole thing. These are some of the issues that come with that. Right. Different you know. Um, but you're about to enter into the real world where you're going to have to pay for everything on your own, period. You know, mom and dad might be there to help you along the way periodically, but for the most part, if you take that mentality out into the real world, the world don't care about how you feel about it. They don't care about your little feelings. Exactly, and that's, that's one of the conversations we have been having for the last year or so. Yep. What are two oldest? Because it's one we have that want to go out and get it, mm. and then we had this other one that's like ah. Mm, yes, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, it goes both ways. <laughs> talk about my baby. I mean, but no, one thing for certain is they they all have talent and they have you know they have their own mindset, you know. Um, but we got the one that you know every every. Every day he gotta have money, you know what I'm saying? So he gonna work his hours, he gonna get paid, he gonna go out and find a way to get some money one way or the other. Then we got this one that need everything, but she won't. <laughs> and it's like, I, and I get it, she's scared, you know what I'm saying? But we all been there, and we tell her this all the time, like we all been scared, we all been what you going through. It, it, it is not a handbook on how you're going to live your life. It's just not that. But what I also have to, what we instill in them is, we're not going to be here every day. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a time where we're not going to be here anymore. And I, we don't want you to have those struggles. And we don't want you to, you know, have to worry or figure out where I'm going to lay my head from one place to another or pillow to post. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we're trying to get you to, you know what I'm saying, step out on your faith. Mm-hmm. Get a relationship with God. You That's know what I'm saying? Good. Because you're going to need that. He's going to be there with you every step of the way regardless. But you still need to get that relationship with God in there. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what's going to carry you. He carried me. That's what I can say. He carried me. Yeah. Well, fortunately <laughs> with this family, this young lady was very lucky. Uh, the father of her, the husband had said that uh, the night of the prom, got a knock on the door. And he had to look outside. He just saw a yard full of kids. And what it was, all her friends from high school came to tell her, you're going to the prom. Right. No matter what, you're going to the prom with us. We yeah. bought her a dress and everything, so everybody got her together, got her made up, patiently waited on her, and they went on about their way to the prom. But that was a good thing. Yeah. Because we don't know what mind state with either 
the parents yeah. or the child was in. Right. right. The friends to just step in and do what they the did. Intervention. Yeah. That's where good. she knows the world she's finna step into now. Yeah. She got some. She got some support. She got some help. That's good. A lot of people don't have that. Right. They don't. And that's I'm not true. only just talking about children. I'm talking about adults too. They yeah. still. They still trying to find that support group. They yeah. still don't have it. Right. And the subject of the day is rebellion. Mm. And the thing about the word rebellion, we're living in a rebellious world. Our children don't have morals anymore. Like for example, my son went to a public school, and you know, public schools don't really teach much about the Bible or about any religion as much. He did. He knew about Jesus, but he didn't know about Easter until he went to a Catholic school, because to him, he knew about the story of Jesus. You know, being born, Son of God. Uh, passing away, resurrecting three days later, you know, bringing back power and glory to the world. But what he was taught about Easter was about bunnies and, and eggs. Now, to my understanding, bunnies don't lay eggs, right? I mean, <laughs> we see it on a commercial with the buck, 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 the Keebler, Elber bunny and stuff like that. But this is what the kids is not learning. This is what they're not learning as religion in school. He knew about Jesus. Right. But he didn't know that Easter was also about Jesus. Right. He only knew that Easter was about Easter egg right, hunts, and bunnies, bunnies and ducks and stuff like that, which Let's really see. doesn't have nothing to do with the true nature of Easter. Right, and then that's where us as parents come in, and we have to tell them the real meaning, mm -hmm. what Easter is about, and it's about Jesus uh, raised, being raised from the dead. You know? the, mor the morals that these kids have But now, they don't, yeah. And some of them don't yeah. listen, mm -hmm. not to cut oh, you off. Yeah, no. Some of them don't listen. You know, they they think they know it all at a certain age. Yeah. You know. Or they say times <laughs> they say times is different from when we was kids. <laughs> yeah, you Only hear thing that's different is time. They still repeat itself. <laughs> you itself. hear a lot of people saying that, you know, um, generation X and Why? You know, um, I said some earlier to you but <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, for me, you said a lot of things true. earlier to me. You know, I got to decipher. When I say we live in the artificial world, oh, back <laughs> that's to that part of rebellion. <laughs> oh, you live in an artificial world. You want to put it out there? I mean, everything is artificial. I, I'm just saying, you know, no offense to anybody that live artificially. Right. If I see somebody running crooked down this street, I'm going away from them. <laughs> they might throw something at me off of them. Right. I mean, you see somebody I mean, throw a nose at you. <laughs> Can you imagine getting with somebody and they just pull their nose off and throw it at you? Mm. <laughs> well, we, uh, who's that? Uh, Michael Jackson. When he started <laughs> making the changes on this self. Like, oh my goodness. Right, so. I mean, you know, a lot of times they, you know, we're looking at these people who stars and, and, and artists. You know, Hollywood life, you know, with the fake everything, eyelashes, hair, nails, you know what I'm saying? It's a, and a lot of people rebel. It's kids that want to go out here and do the same thing they see on TV, not mm. knowing that it can hurt or harm them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They only get one, one part of the story, and that's the glamour that's part. They're not getting the other half, the kind yeah. that you had to go in the hospital and have surgery mm. to get this stuff removed or the poison that you put inside My your body. My goodness. That's so good. Good that's teacher. where it goes to rebellion too. 
Hey, Michelle is a prime example of you guys. If you ever get a chance to watch her show, she uh, also has a, 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 she got a streaming going on about mm -hmm. what she was going through, what she had to, because you know she had butt implants. And what she went through, I think, I don't, I, I don't want to throw nothing out there, but I believe that she was saying something leaked in her blood yeah. system from mm. whatever they put in mm -hmm. her. And it almost killed her. Yeah. yeah wow. Like she had to literally learn how to function again. Wow. Surgery was done nowhere, and I think she had to do more she than one. She had to do more than one. She wow. had to do a lot of surgery. And she went through yeah. a lot, and one thing about Kate Michelle, I can't say I don't like. I just disagree with a lot of things because you know her demeanor. But now knowing how she grew up, and I understand why the person that she is, she had the voice of an angel. I'm not gonna ever take that from her. But to ever see somebody go through something like that, like that's I don't know that woman, and that was hard to grasp just watching the show. And it's, uh, there's other people that, that are going through it now. Like, there are people, it, there have been people that have died from. And that's part of that rebellion yeah. as well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you don't want to listen to what nobody have to tell you. Yeah. You know, instead of listening. Yeah. That way you don't have to go through all of those yeah. type of things, you know? Just pay attention. Mm -hmm. The scripture yeah. that goes with what you all are saying, uh, Psalms 95, verse 8. <laughs> this is what it says. Harden not your heart as in the day of provocation. The word provocation means rebellion. As in the day of rebellion. Uh, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When the children of Israel came was delivered out of Egypt. They rebelled against God. The one that brought them out. Uh, in fact they, they created their own God. Mm -hmm. uh, and they wouldn't listen to the man of God, Moses, who God had brought, used to bring them out. Mm -hmm. But it was the hand of God that did it. You know, and the problem with that is when you rebel against the voice of God, you open yourself up to hurtful things, mm -hmm. like what you're describing. Yes. And disobedience, you know. Uh, uh, my wife was watching a, a program uh, some months ago about this young man who wanted to change his sex. They went through this whole process, going to the hospital, going to all the pain. And But what they're doing on this program is glamorizing just like I said, right. The life right. or the choice or promoting it. Right. it it's, it's literally air to really like say, it's okay to do this. Yeah. Uh, but they're not, they're not talking about the you know, after effects. the after effects, you know, when, when you're off camera, how the agony mm. and all that stuff and that you got to go through. You and you know, the thing about that is, it, it, it even surrounds as far as music, music goes about. Mm -hmm. Like they say, some of these rappers and singers, they sing about, sing and rap about stuff that they've never done. They just, it's, it's basically telling a story, yeah. but not their story. Right. right. They're telling somebody yeah. else's well, story. And other people try to live that story that they're telling. Yeah. Right, right. You know. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, my friend of mine, Jim, he's always he, he sings a lot when we at work. I love to hear him sing because I know that I, I know that when he, he's in his best moment. But when he sings, I know it's from him. Mm -hmm. I know when he's singing, he's singing about things he's growing up about, and most of his songs that he sings are gospel songs. That's what amazes me about it. But man can sing, rap. He's good on music. But I had a chance to really have a sit down and talk with him about what made him fall in love with music and him to becoming the person that he is. And same way we were growing up, we had our rebellious ways against our parents, this authorities and stuff like that. A certain incident had to sometimes got to bump our heads to start this. Mm -hmm. 
but his music is what kept him going. Mm. Right now today, it still does. Mm. And it's amazing that we're having this conversation right now and everything basically coincide with what we're saying when we talk about the word rebellion. Mm. And it's, it's, it's just amazing, man. God is good. Yeah. All the time. That's all I can say, God is good. But I still don't get the bunny and the eggs part. Like, <laughs> who well, did that? I think they just did that just to get their attention. You know, it started as a fun thing. You know, I don't think it really. I really hope it wasn't fun. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know about, about no about, rabbits and give no eggs up. <laughs> I mean, that's just something they did. You know, just just to give the kids activity. Yeah. Make you it know, more. Make it more. Make kiddie. it more interesting to them to learn yeah. the story. Cause I, but I don't know who came up with that idea. But I mean, it was fun until you grew up and really knew the truth. Because I was mad that rabbits don't lay eggs. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I, I, I don't know nothing much about them, but I was always, every time I see a rabbit, I'm looking for an egg to pop out of them or something. Now, another thing, rebellious. See, since we was talking about that, so you remember the other night when we was sitting on the porch talking. Oh. And, okay, so while we while we on the subject of rebellious, okay, we meet my husband and my father. We were all outside on the porch just enjoying the weather and, you know, and we have deers that come around all the time. And these deers, they were just playing by the street and playing by the curb and the cars was coming up the street. And we just coaching the little deers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> coaching them to get across the street, not to get hit by a car and everything. And you know, they finally made it across the street and got to the other side and they was living their own world, eating off the trees and everything, mm. having a good time, you know. So then these three kids come from nowhere. The, it's the rebellion part. Mm. Instead of them keep on going, they had to throw something at the deer. Threw something at the deer and the deer charged out into the street and got That's hit it. by a car. Oh, wow. And right got killed. I mean, that was the saddest thing, you know, I ever had seen. You know what I'm saying? Because this deer wasn't doing nothing about it. Nobody. Yeah, I think it was an adolescent, wasn't it? Baby deer, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a baby it deer. Dope. It was a doe. Yeah. Called, called you could pull these. It instantly came. This guy came And through. this man. <laughs> well, let me have This one. man, we thought he was animal control, you know. Uh, he broke the collector. Yeah. <laughs> He must have been on the. He must have been on the intercom listening. You know, uh, he heard roadkill. He was there. He's like, can I take him off your hands? <laughs> he took him off. He he grabbed. I mean, whoever he had with him, they whipped they that. that deer, they whipped that deer right into that truck. Venison. Venison. Yep. Fresh kill, nothing wrong with it. But that, actually, I don't think it, it was still kind of moving, wasn't it? When they it was, no, when they like got that. to him, he had stopped moving. But okay. that just go to show, like, you never know what your kids out here do. Right. You know, they that probably traumatized them, too. I'm not for sure. They didn't know which way to go. Yeah. You know, after that happened, and you know. I, 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 I just hope I didn't scare them too bad. I'm like. Go home. Just go home. I'm telling them to go home yeah. because I'm, I'm kind of thinking if that was a buck, that could have went another way. Another way. Yeah, because that car buck? didn't have time to even think to stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was just, it was horrible, you know, so. It was, it was a horrible experience. That's just, that's another sign of rebellion. They all just doing God knows what. Mm -hmm. Not 
not doing what their parents taught them to do, that's right. for sure. And that's behave yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but that was a sad story. Yeah. And it just goes show you, like, you just out here doing, doing what? Is that what your parents taught you what to do? Hey, you know, it's, and that's the thing. We always wonder what the parents, you know, how they're raising these kids or if they know what the kids is doing anything. She made a good point to me one time. It was an incident where my son had got into it with these boys. And she was more focused on meeting the parents. I was more focused on if we made them cool, if we don't cool. But I wish I'd have went her route because a lot of parents don't know what their children are here doing. My mother didn't know a lot of things that I was doing. It's like my father didn't know, so and now I don't know what my kids are doing, growing up and everything. So I, I understand that concept. It's, it's it, back then parents was getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. Parents yes. were, you know, wanting to know each other. And yeah. this and that. I'm still that way. I'm still like it's that. It's just that sometimes the, the kids, when they start doing something that I don't like or that I don't agree with, if I ain't met your parent by now, I don't want to meet them now. So you don't even need to come around unless I still meet your parent. And I hate to be that way. But a lot of times, my, my, my son is 18, he's grown. I don't need a babysitter for him. And I, don't need, I shouldn't have to watch the crowd that he bring around. You see what I'm saying? And I understand. I'll let you do. Yeah, I got because, to. Because, I mean, and that, that goes for any of our kids. You know what I'm saying? We have to know who they them. are around yeah. because you never know what that kid is out there mm -hmm. doing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, like I told him time and time again, sometimes us as parents, we don't know what our kids are out here doing. You know, we so quick to jump up and say what they didn't do. Yeah. But if you're not, and, and, and this is another, another thing that, um, that striked up a conversation. Do we pay our kids any attention? Mm. Do we talk to them? Do we have conversations with them? Do we know their personalities and what they will and won't do? Yeah. You know, because that plays a big part too. Yeah. You 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 automatically know your your kids and what they will and won't do just by the relationship you have with them. Yeah, and Personally. and the company that you know? they're keeping. Who, exactly. Who are you running with? Exactly. You know, because uh, a lot of influence come from from the outside. Their friends. Yeah. You know, they exactly. can be the best kid on the planet. And maybe their yeah. parent probably didn't teach them to be mm. that way. You know, maybe they a hardworking parent like yeah. us. Right. You know what I'm saying? That we may we may think their parent just let them go out here and do willy-nilly things. Right. But you won't know unless you go talk to them yourself yeah. and get their attitude themselves. Yeah. You have to just meet that person to see. You can't judge a book by its cover if you never opened the book up mm. book up and read it yourself. Right, you just read the outside of the cover. <laughs> oh, well, I see you. All right. Ooh. Keep it going. That's true though. You never I mean you just looking at the outside of the cover and you never know what, what the inside is entailing. You know? Yeah. I don't like that book. That book looks like it's too boring. You know, yeah. until too you many open pages. It up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then find out the first paragraph got your attention just like that. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes so. sometimes the opening credits will get you together. Right, so yeah, we but do this, need to know who this, our this kids is. This is what we strive for, you know, when we're doing this podcast, even when we're out in the community. Like, a friend of mine, uh, is Rihanna Swinney, she's one of the associates that work here in the building. She has uh, the wisdom community. The lady I was telling you about, the 
helps the kids, neighborhood kids and stuff. When we have somebody like that, it's that's a special person. Yeah. When somebody wants to spend time with somebody else's child, you are, you are a special person. Yeah. She has a great program going with these kids, and we need more people like her. I would like to be, I'm a part of that foundation with her, and I would like to have more things. Like I said, when I met Mr. Durrell, they was having something going on up at Claymore where the kids could skate for free, eat free, they had a bounce house, stuff like that. I definitely want to be a part of stuff like that. Yeah. You know, when we're having summer events, just to keep the kids out of trouble, because when we grew up, somebody did care. Not saying that nobody cared now, but somebody did care back then, yeah. and we do. We still got a small handful of people out here that still does it, and I want to be a part of that. Yeah. So everybody that's watching this Facebook page, if you catch us on YouTube, if you know any type of organization, anything like that going on, please send me some information on. It. I would love to be a special guest on there. Me and my wife would love to sponsor anything we can do to help you guys out because we need help too. Because that's what that's what we're about. We're trying to help our community. You know, our crime rate, the age limit is getting lower and lower. These teenagers out here killing each other. Babies playing with guns, killing themselves by accident, stuff like that. Like, it's, it's too much too much tragedy it's going on. It's a lot of yeah. mental yeah. illness, you know, that's that's been balled up. And now it's starting to, to it's coming out. Yeah. And it's being open. And it's, you, you, you know you what I'm saying? To you all's point, you see more rebellion and negativity going viral exactly. then you see good things that's going right, on. right 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 right, right, right. Uh, every time I don't care what platform it is TikTok Instagram Twitter whatever yeah. Facebook uh, even YouTube you, the negativity level is so high where folks literally take the time out to pull out their camera and video someone getting shot down right, right. literally literally you know, like the one viral just recently I saw the other day that this young man uh, was punching this boy's mother in the face. Oh, and a boy came back and shot him. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy just went off on her. Like, you say one more word, I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock you out. Let me do this, do this. But her son was standing there. That, that I found out yesterday that they dropped the charges. Right, the they son, did. Uh, because they tried to say that she told him to go. And get the gun. Yeah, and know she what she told him was she said go to the car. Right. Now, I don't know if that was a, a hit signal, but that's all they had. Mm -hmm. He must have went to the car, and or he had it on him or was whatever. I don't know. Fourteen. Fourteen, 14 years old. Yeah, they tried. Well, they were trying to charge the mother for telling him to shoot the man. Right. She never she said that. You know, now she was arguing with the guy. The guy should have never put his hand on him. Yeah, period. It was crazy. Yeah. You know, I saw this. I saw whatever I saw. And I don't normally watch stuff like that. Right? Yeah. But it's so prevalent now that yeah. every time you go on any platform, all you see, is, and but what hurts me is that the people in the place took the time to video mm -hmm. the killing, right. the beating, the kid, the whole thing. Oh, instead man. of. That's I know crazy. we're in a society where, you know, I'm, I ain't got nothing to say. I ain't none of my business. Well, why are you recording it? Yeah, exactly. Once you do that, it's all your business. And then you put it on media, yeah. on, on social media, and then talk about it. They, mm -hmm. you know, on Twitter, they, they're trying to break it down and why it happened and all this old foolishness. I had, to, uh, I had to get on my daughter the other night because <laughs> somebody got arrested in front of our house. It was a, mm -hmm. just a regular, you know, routine, routine. traffic thing or whatever and 
she was recording or whatever. But she decided to put it on her Instagram. I said, you don't take that down. <laughs> That's to, good policing. Even if we, like <laughs> even yeah. if we did yeah, Instagram would get a whole lot of people in yeah, the don't, room. Don't be putting that up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, we don't know who these people is, you know? That's good. And, you know, we don't know who watching, you know what I'm saying? You know, I used, I used to get upset when I used to uh, look at our views, you know, try to see how many people were following us, how many people were watching us, stuff like that. And I get, ups I, I get upset because I feel that doing I'm doing something positive and I, I, I would hope that people would want to follow something positive. Yeah. But when I look at all the negativity, yeah. I read the responses. Yeah. And yeah. The responses yeah. are sometimes more <laughs> weird than what you watch. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean like Yeah. Because people that they're literally going for the entertainment factor, I guess. I don't know what it is. Or how many numbers I can get to follow me. Or I it's just so much well, the scripture that comes to mind is what Jesus said in the twenty fourth chapter of Matthew. He said and because iniquity or lawlessness shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Mm -hmm. I, I, in my neighborhood, there are teenagers, young boys, to your point, uh, brother, walking around with guns in their in their belt. You know, they're just packing. Mm -hmm. I sat at the register one day, and this old lady looked. She she looked at me, and then she cut her eye over the young man. He had a gun sticking out of it like openly. Like, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm holding, you know. He couldn't have been no more than 12, 13 years old. A kid. Right. And they were all rolling around the neighborhood just like that. They said Mike DeWine opened that up. Yeah. And he said, you know, you can bear arms, so to speak. Yeah. What they don't understand is you have to be, for one, not a convicted felon. Yeah. For two, a certain age. Yeah. And for three, you carry, if you feel threatened. Yeah. It's not something that you just do out in the open. Yeah. Only people do that out in the open and are cops. That's their job. They're supposed to carry yeah. over. But when you're a person of the public, you're not supposed to carry like that. I mean, you can, true enough. Yeah. But only if you're afraid. That's what's what that? I understand. But what's this? It's a trap. It's a trap. Because really if the cops see you or you do something stupid and you break out running, you got the gun on you, now they shoot you. Mm -hmm. Yes. You're dead. Right. Yes. Because you got They're justified because you had a gun. Uh, yes. They don't they, know what it is. Prior to not, that, to if out. you didn't have a gun, they didn't, you know, well, he didn't have a gun on him, you, you, you shot him down for no reason. Now, because man said you can carry a gun wherever, it, it, there's a free carry now. Right. Anybody can carry a gun. Yep. Or that's at least that's the idea. Right. Or or because there's no real def defining uh there's no real definition in open that open carry situation now. Right. You know. Uh, you used to have to have a permit to carry. Now they shut that down so quick. Yep. It's a trap. Yeah. It is a trap is. and it's targeting our young people in particular, and I'm gonna just say it, black people. You said something that blew me away just now because the other day I was I was on my Facebook page. And I, you know, all my stuff is, is biblical. I, you know, that's how I'm rolling on my page. Um, right. 
and I like have jokes, you know, real funny stuff that might, you know, pop up. Uh, I said my daughter, man, in fact, she's watching y'all now. My, my, my uh, youngest daughter, she's watching this broadcast. Uh, but I was strolling down, and you know, they sell stuff on, mm -hmm. if you go on some of these sites or whatever, some of them legit, some of them aren't. Right. Bulletproof vests. Yeah. They're selling them like they're hotcakes. Mm -hmm. Are they real? Yeah. They had literally on the they they scrolling down after I stopped. I told my wife, I'm saying, what the heck? I'm like, are they? They actually got yeah. different grades of bulletproof vests. Now, they, that's a that's a, a a flag right there for yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. Now, that I tell you, something about to happen. Now wait a minute before y'all go deep into that. Not too long ago, they were just talking about having. Kids wear bulletproof backpacks. Yeah, and they're schools. making them now. Saying teachers can be armed. And schools, yeah. and saying the teachers can be armed. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, we got education is crazy. Yeah, it is. I don't even want to send my kids to school. We got to pray just to make it today. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Elder Pearson said that yesterday. If it wasn't for the church and the, or the fact that the Holy Spirit we have existed now. It would be a lot worse than it is now. This will be yes. chaos for real. It's going to get worse it's than this. It's going to get worse. Yeah. It's going to. You know. that, that's scriptural. Yeah. But because the Holy Spirit restrains some of the principalities, or what, especially those of us that's praying, or mm -hmm. prayer warriors, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availing much. If what nobody praying, it would be off the chain. Mm -hmm. It'd be worse as than Sodom and Gomorrah. Right. Right. As they say, off the worse than in Noah days. Kind of seeing that now with, yeah. the, with, the, with the smoke in the city. Y'all, yeah. y'all, from any other city in Cleveland here? We got the forest fires coming from Canada, and we literally got the smoke in our air. Yeah. So yeah. we are getting a glimpse of our imaginable Sodom and Gomorrah because how it was destroyed and how it was described in, in, in the way it was destroyed. It's kind of what we see in our world now. You go outside. It smells like somebody burning trash in the yard, yeah. but it's coming from Canada. Mm. A lot of things that's going on, you guys got to understand. When we say we're in the end of times, we're going to see more things that don't make sense. A lot of things we are seeing right now do not make sense. Yeah, and if that's why, you, that's why too, to your point, brother, that's why we got to get in the Word, because everything that we're seeing, uh, the Word said it. Yep. In fact, what, what, what we're seeing it's supposed to happen. Everything's going according to plan. According to plan. That's what I was just The, the scriptures that. might be fulfilled. Everything. Even Everything. Jesus dying on the cross. That was supposed to happen. Yeah. That was on purpose. To save us from the penalties of sin. Mm -hmm. speaking, I, speaking of that. I'm in this. I'm in this school of ministry of her. We do um, we do our classes on Mondays, and this, this Mondays are for her. And you know we learn so much in this ministry, and it's a ministry of women. Mm. And you know we talk about being centered, and you know what I'm saying. But the whole center of our conversation is God. Mm. He is the center. Yes. The center of it all, because without Him, we could do nothing. We couldn't wake up on our own. We couldn't go to sleep on our own, whether people believe it or not. You know what I'm saying? Nothing that we do is on our own. Yeah. You know, from the first breath we wake up in the morning comes from God. You know what I'm saying? From the time we go to sleep at night, everything we do during the day, whether we stub our toe, you know what I'm saying? People don't realize. 
the guy have he have his hand in everything we do. Well, what, how did Minister Hudson say? <laughs> but God. But God. You know what I'm saying? But God. If you have the aching this, this pain in your body, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have to call on God for something. What they say, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall pray. And that's what's going to happen. Exactly. And it's going to happen. It's happening. It's happening now. He's always showing the power. Because, you know, a lot of times when we see a lot of stuff happening and we think people going to get away with stuff, I ain't going to say no name. It don't look like look like he's going to be part of part of their crew. He's going to be part of their chain gang. I ain't going to say no name. I want to get everybody excited. They already got it determined. When you think you are better to anybody, and see, this is the thing I learned. You, nobody's better than nobody. Nope. When you think you're better than someone, God will allow you to think that. And then show you what it might be. He's showing it to you. You ain't there yet. And then guess what? Oh, you promised me. I never promised you nothing. I was just showing it to you. See, God ain't complicated. People always say he's speaking riddles. True enough, but he's not complicated. Yeah. If it makes sense, it makes sense. Just think and listen. First, of, first and foremost, you have to be specific when you go to him. So. I, I, I still got to work on that. He scares me sometimes. You know how God is? God plays too much sometimes. What yeah. you want? Why you gotta say it like that? He also give you the. He also will give you a whooping. Oh yeah. He's not for real. He not, will. Not, not, not none of we used to, but not none we won't. Chastens. Yes. He will chastise you. Cause he loves you. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. Just like our parents when mm -hmm. he will chastise you. That's biblical. As well. Mm -hmm. Hebrews chapter twelve. It's just like your parents. Mm -hmm. Who for a moment it don't seem right, but it, it produces a positive result. Mm -hmm. You, you don't want one way or the amen. Other. You don't want to <laughs> it, it, the chastening brings you into obedience. Mm -hmm. Going to your rebellion mm -hmm. piece earlier. It will. Keeps you away from rebellion. It does. You don't know when he giving you that lashing. But I guarantee you afterwards you think about it like, oh, mm -hmm. why is this? Why is this happening? Why is this happening? Why did that happen? Oh, now you know it. <laughs> you gotta know it. But you know, God is good. God is awesome. Mm -hmm. I, like I said, I'm happy to be back in the studio. It's always fun being here. You see that we got a, a nice little crowd. Everybody's responding. Appreciate you guys for showing up for us. Appreciate your support. And like we said, we, we can try to do anything we can to try to help you guys, to help each other, to get our community back. And I want to I want to send a special shout out to some very special people, you know, um, Tia and Sean. I want to give them a shout out, you know. Tia, I know you've been going through a lot, you know. Both of y'all have, but I know you you went through a lot, sister, with uh, the death of mom and dad, you know, uh, months apart from each other. But I want to say, like, they're making such a tremendous step in faith moving all the way across to Arizona you know that. and I just want to say I wish y'all all the best I know things I, I know things will get better for y'all and y'all probably even feel better being in another you know another place besides Cleveland you know um, 
So I'm wishing y'all the best. I'm keeping y'all in prayer. And I, I, I look forward to coming down to yeah. see y'all. We we look forward to doing that, you know. So one action, you know, tell y'all to, you know, keep the faith. Keep stepping out on that faith that you're stepping out on. God got you. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, I feel like you're going to prosper. Thank and y'all going to go a long way. And just let us know what your winter months are. <laughs> Right. Not even in the winter. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, I commend you both too, cause that's a it's, big it's, step. It's a big step. Mm-hmm. You know, going, you know, basically living, moving out of your element. Yeah, moving yeah, out of your element. I don't think neither one of them know anything about the desert area. They've been out there to visit, but right. to live out there is different. Yeah, it's just, but to go to a new environment, in a new relationship, new love, and everything, I think you guys are gonna do great. I think you are. Yeah. And forget all the naysayers and what they gotta say, cause they ain't gotta live y'all life. Only y'all do, you know. So, and I want to send a couple special shots out, Mr. Dale. Thank you for stepping up and uh, getting the chance to catch our podcast. My friend Jim, Miss Williams, um, and everybody on here. I want to, matter of fact, I want to make I want to make a special announcement for all you guys because if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be here. You know, this is something me and my wife put together. I was afraid to step out and do it, but again, my wife pushes me and helps me in every way, and I, that's what I love about her. She makes me, she makes me do what I'm supposed to do. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. So all you men out here talking about a woman ain't, uh, woman can't take care of you and all this and that. This is one way your woman can take care of you. She pushes you when you don't want to be pushed. She keeps you motivated. She sends out positive vibes, and she does it all the time. And it's not ever annoying. And Cousin Kesey made a few statements. Mm-hmm. Um, she was saying the kids that their minds are set different. set different than ours, which is true. Because they're watching too much television. And she said we're living in our last days, which is also true, whether people want to believe it or not. It is true. We are living in our last days. That's why it's important for you to get a relationship with God. You know, a lot of times I hear people say, I ain't perfect. We ain't perfect. And and God already know that. He made every last one of us in our own in his own image. You know what I'm saying? So he already know what we're what we gonna do or not gonna do. He already know our perfect and our non perfectness. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't about being perfect. It's about building a relationship with God. And not worried about what nobody else think of you for doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because guess what? At the end of the day, he is the last one that's going to, he got the last say so. You know, there's an old saying I used to always get. We we know that we're not perfect. That's right. There's nothing wrong with trying to strive for perfection. I mean, every day that you wake up is a way for you to strive for better. You know what I'm saying? Every day he allows you to wake up and, and take another breath is another day that you have to better yourself in any kind of way, form, or fashion. That just means your time ain't up yet. And one day, one one thing I heard my pastor say one day, we all in the waiting room waiting. We don't know when our number going to get called. And that's so true. We don't know when our number going to get called. We all in this waiting room waiting for us to get called. And don't even know it. You know what I'm saying? So each minute, second, I mean, we could be here right now and be gone in the next second. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? Because he didn't promise us foreverness. You know what I'm saying? He gave, he, he said, I'm going to give you life. He didn't say how long your life was going to be. You know? So, I say, everybody get your life, you know, in order. Get your life right. Get a, get a right with God. With God. It's not you know too late. You're still here. You're still here. That means you still got a little time. Like you said, we don't know. When we born, death was on our heel. Death was on our heel at birth. So, we don't know. And sometimes we don't even make it out the out the, the day. So, just strive for what you do, you know. Somebody told me that every day that you wake up, God got another job for you. Mm -hmm. As long as you're waking up, you still got to work for God. That means he ain't finished with he you ain't yet. ain't done with you yet. So, with that being said, thank you guys for showing up to our podcast and I'm glad we're back in the studio, and what we're going to try to do uh, from week in and week out, if we can't make it to the studio, we try to do it from home, just keep everybody afloat. Uh, we took a lot of time off. We had, you know, some, some some sorrow going through the family, you know, dealing with a few deaths in the family, so that was something I needed to step back from for a minute, but I'm, I'm about to stop doing that because I don't think that's what God wanted me to do. So I think God still wanted me to continue doing what we're doing here. Like I said, when we wake up every day, it's, it's a job that we got to do for God. It's an everyday effect. So until my dying breath, I will try my best to be on here every week. Well, we will try our best to be on here every week. But uh, with all that, anything, anything else you want to say? Why am I sounding like Mike Tyson right now? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Pastor bit, McGill, you want to say anything before we log out? No. no. All right. <laughs> Just glad to see you again. Yes. Yes. Always we ask that you continue blessing our family and friends, watching over the ones who's not here with us that lives out of town. Lord, we ask you to continuously give us strength to do what we're doing, sharing your word with our family and our friends, people we don't even know. Lord, we ask that you continue to build a fence around us. Lord, watch over this world as <laughs> we go on, we under smoke. Um, fires going on that we don't know about. We ask that you watch over our friends that's moving out of town. Lord Jesus, just give them the right areas to move in. Lord, keep them safe and sound. Build the fence around them, Lord. Lord, we ask that you continuously watch over our kids throughout the summer and whatever they going on TikTok or any of these um, Facebooks and social media out outreaches lord we ask that you watch their mind protect their minds from any of the the badness that they could that could poison their minds to make them switch make they switch their minds in any kind of way form or fashion lord we ask that you just protect their minds to keep them from letting that poison get to their minds and, and venom lord jesus don't let them change don't let it change them lord jesus and, Lord, we ask that you continue to keep on blessing us as we go on out this world and, and, and keep on sharing your words with the world. Amen.
What a prayer. Like I always say, what you learn today, you can teach tomorrow. Amen. Have a good day. Thank you, guys. See you next week. Ah. <sighs>